You are listening to a live podcast sermon from Seeking the Kingdom Worship Nights by ThisIsSalvation.com. For more information, visit www.ThisIsSalvation.com or search us on Facebook under This Is Salvation or Not My Fame Worship. by the way. I attend uh, Hope Church, Toronto West, and thank you for allowing me to speak tonight. So blessed by the presence of God. God's presence is in this place, and just in the spirit of prayer, let's just kind of, let's just kind of just keep recognizing that the spirit of God is in this place. That the atmosphere here is not an empty atmosphere. That the living God is in this place. And where the presence of the Lord is, there is freedom and fullness of joy. Freedom and fullness of joy. In the presence of God, there is freedom and fullness of joy. So Ephesians 5, I mean, with such a short time to share, I have to kind of sum it up. So I'm going to try to my best to give us the understanding about what Paul was talking about in chapter 5, verse 18, when he says, Do not get drunk on wine which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. You know, when we look at this as face value, it's so easy to look at it and say, Paul is just saying, don't get drunk, it's bad for you. But what he's saying here is actually there's something more profound and more life-changing and more transformative than what he's saying here. Then just don't get drunk off wine, it's bad for you. And that's what I want to show us today. Because I believe that this is going to be a key to all of your breakthroughs in your life with a certain sin that keeps coming up in your life constantly. Any bondages that you're dealing with. There's a key in this verse that all of us as followers in Christ, we need to understand that this is, this is a key to every single thing that we deal with and struggle with in our war against sin, in our war against Satan. All right. So what I want to do is I want to start from verse 6 and then read it down, okay? Just so we can get a little bit of a, the best picture possible. Because what Paul does is from Ephesians 1, 2, and 3, he's building up to this point right here. And when he says, don't get drunk off wine, don't get drunk on wine, but, but that leads to debauchery, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. It, wine means something more than what you drink. Yes, you we don't want to get drunk, uh, but but in this specific verse, it means more than just the drink. Okay, so what he talks about and how he builds up is so amazing because what he's saying all throughout chapter one, two, and three, and four up until this point is saying, "Listen, guys, we have received such a glorious gospel. You were in darkness. You were lost in sin. You were shaking your fist at God." You were hating God in your sin. You were rejecting God. You didn't want nothing to do with God. But God in His great grace and mercy came and chose you as His own. And now, now that you're His, watch the way you live. That's where He's coming to now. So verse 6 of chapter 4 says, Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of such things God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. Therefore do not be partners with them. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light, 
For the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. It is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. That is why it says, Wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Be very careful, then, how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms and hymns and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see how that wraps up there nice and beautiful? What we understand about wine is not just the drink. Paul is using a metaphor, like an idiom, saying that you were once drinking from the wine of this world and getting drunk off of it. Why? Because in your heart you thought that that will satisfy. See how it works? And he's saying, do not get drunk off wine which leads to debauchery. What's debauchery talking about? Well, Sex selling, debauchery. Debauchery. It's, it's, it's actually, I'm going to, in, in verse, uh, in, verse four, in chapter 4, verse uh, 18 it says it very nice it just explains it and it says it says uh, um, having lost all sensitivity they have given themselves over to sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity and they are full of greed so debauchery is an overindulgence in things of the flesh things that only satisfy the flesh and only for a little while a little while and the end the end is that, is that same thing that we deal with as believers. When we go and run to this world and drink from the wine of this world, the end of it is not satisfying, is it? The end of it is not fulfilling, is it? Here's something I want you to know that Satan does not want you to know. Sin always promises, but never delivers. And the wine of this world is always promising something to you. It's always promising something to my heart. It's always promising something to your heart. Saying, if you come my way, I'll give you whatever that is. I'll fulfill you this way. I'll satisfy you in this way. And then we run to what? Gossip. We run to fornication. We run to drugs, pornography. Just name it. But at the end, what, what's the end? We're not satisfied. Sin always promises, but never delivers. And you know what's such a scary thing? It's when he says here, Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Right now, the light of Christ is shining on you, saying, Sin always promises, but never delivers. And you know what else God is saying through his word? He's saying, we got to be very careful how we live. Not as unwise, but as wise. Making the most of every opportunity, for the days are evil. How much time is wasted drinking up the wine of this world? How much time is wasted while we wallow in our sin? 
How much time has been spent and squandered before you met Christ? If you're like me, when I came to Christ, I was 17 years old, and I said, man, I wasted my life doing that stuff. Now, Lord, I need you to use my life. We waste time. We waste our life drinking the wine of this world, which is all a part of the old man, the old woman, the old nature that has been put to death on the cross with Christ. It's no longer you or me who lives, but Christ who lives in us and through us. But we still run, don't we? Why are we running? Because we're being deceived. And then when we run and drink, we're actually acting like fools, the word says. Christ never called us to be fools. It actually says, for we were once in darkness, but now we are light in the Lord. We're called to walk in light. And here's the light. It says, know what the Lord's will is. The Lord's will is not the wine of the world. The Lord's will is being filled with the Holy Spirit. We look for satisfaction in this world. And then we're left empty. We're left wanting. And guess what? Every time you run, it's never a different result, is it? How futile is that, eh? But we're so foolish that we keep going. We're so foolish that we keep believing the lies of Satan as God's truth. But meanwhile, we need to be filled with the Spirit. And see, when it says here, but instead, be filled with the Spirit, this is a beautiful thing that Christians have. We're not alone. God, when we were saved, that salvation, His Spirit filled our lives. He filled us. We're sealed for the day of redemption. That's a one-time event. You're saved, you're saved once. But when he says, instead, be filled with the Spirit, that's a continuous event. That must happen over and over and over. And you know what? Is it, po- is it, is it, maybe I could be correct. Tell me if I'm accurate. Is it possible that maybe we've thought we've exhausted God? That's why we run into the world? Maybe, maybe we, we think that we have actually exhausted God, that we run to spend our time Maybe on Netflix, social media, you know, pornography, whatever sin, gossiping, whatever we feel that's going to bring us satisfaction in that moment. Maybe we haven't done what scriptures tell us to do and replace the wine of this world with the filling of the Holy Spirit. You know, it's hard the way I'm saying it, but with our actions, we do that. It's like a husband telling his wife, wife, I love you. I'll do anything for you. And then with his actions, he says something totally different. He didn't say it with his words, but with his actions, he says it. And when we're fighting and struggling against sin, here is the key. The key is you have to know how futile sin is. You have to, we have to just literally just get over ourselves and say, you know what? It's not working. It's never worked. And guess what? It's never going to work. If you have so much hope in something, and then that something just kind of lets you down, are you going to hope in it anymore? No. So don't be fooled. Live wise. Don't be fooled. Live wise. We're called to live wise in the Lord. And you know what? Sin has always let all of, all of us down, and it will always let us down, each and every single time. But God is asking us, He's saying, replace it with me. 
See, all the time you drink out of the world for satisfaction. All the time you run to the world. You run to the worldly ways. You run to the way the world tells us how to run our lives. And you, and you run to that and take that and embrace it and put it in your life. He goes, no, 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 no. You are light in the Lord now. This is different. You no longer do what you used to do. Do what I'm asking you to do. Go my way because my way is better. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Therefore, if he is the way, then everything that he says in his word is what we must follow. And guess what? We can't do it without the Holy Spirit. What gave birth to the church? The Holy Spirit. The blood of Christ was shed so the Holy Spirit can give birth to the church. Acts 1.8 and power came on them and they were filled with boldness to preach the gospel and then all of a sudden thousands are being saved thousands and so many people so many people in number they couldn't even number it anymore they just said and many were added to their number daily why? because notice how they always met together gathered together and were filled with the Holy Spirit that's us that's for us tonight that's for us tonight I think maybe the worship team wants to come back up but what I, want, what I want for each and every single one of us tonight is to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We have access to that tonight. And I want to encourage you that if you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit after your first day of conversion, then this is something that may be new to you. Okay? And there's the beautiful thing about it. There is no formula to it. All that's required is just an open heart, a heart of faith, a heart that's hungry for more of God. A heart that says, Lord, I'm surrendering the wine of this world that I keep running to that leaves me broken and in and, and, and the cycle of sin, confess, repent, sin, confess, repent. No, be filled with the Holy Spirit tonight. Be filled with the Holy Spirit tonight and cast off the fruitless deeds of darkness and be light in the Lord. God desires your, you to be fulfilled and satisfied, rejoicing in Him. He desires that, but not on your way, on your terms, in His way. You can't do nothing apart from Him. And you know what? This is why the Lord wants this for us. He wants us to come to places of neediness. Because then we can never say, I did it. If I can, if I can tell you how needy I've been all week long, Oh, now I can be like, Lord, thank you so much because, Lord, it's not by might, it's not by power, but it is by your Spirit. And the Christian life can't be walked without the Holy Spirit. There's nothing inside you or me that can walk the way Christ wants us to walk. But the Spirit of Christ in you and the Spirit of Christ in me lives through you and lives through me to be the Christian that he calls us to be. To walk pleasing to Him. To know what's pleasing to Him. And you need and I need the Holy Spirit to fill us. So guess what? When we leave tonight, my prayer is that we're all filled with the Holy Spirit. We're all filled rejoicing in the Lord. We're all filled so when we go back outside, we're able to share the gospel fearlessly. We're able to serve the neighbor. We're able to go after the homeless. We're able to go and serve with words of, of compassion and hope. And, and, and deeds of compassion and mercy. But we can't do it without the Holy Spirit. If they didn't do it without the Holy Spirit, Jesus said, wait, how much more are we going to be able to do it? We can't. 
So think about, think about your life. Think about your life. Close your eyes. What areas of your life are you drinking from this wine? And bring that to the Lord. I promise you tonight can be the night that enough is enough of that. Tonight is the night where you leave this place. You never have to look at that ever again. It never has to be a struggle in your life ever, ever again. Because the Holy Spirit fills you tonight. And then when you leave this place, you can get the Holy Spirit to fill you anytime and every time you're empty again. Say, Lord, fill me. I need your spirit to fill my life so I can live for you. You need to surrender that. If there's, maybe just as a sign of faith, if there's someone here that is struggling with that sin, where it's just a constant sin, confess, repent, sin, confess, repent. Maybe as a sign of faith, you can stand up today and say, Lord, I'm surrendering this sin to you. Because, Lord, I don't want it. I want to drink from your waters. I want to drink from your spirit. Because the truth is that whatever fills you, controls you. Tell the Lord, I, I don't want to be controlled by the flesh. <coughs> I want to be controlled by the spirits. If you feel like you're dry, you feel like you need the filling of your whole of the Holy Spirit in your life, stand up. Stand by faith. Show the Lord your faith. Tell the Lord, I'm trying to do, trying harder to do better in this Christian life, and I just can't. Stand up and tell him, Lord, I need your spirit to fill my life. So you can do it through me. <coughs> in Romans 5 it says that if we uh, live in the, in the flesh, we will die. But with the help of the Spirit, if we put the death in deeds of the flesh, we will live. something and we just can't put our finger on it. It's the Spirit of God you need. 
times and you just want to do something. You're really longing. What you really want is His Spirit. It's time to be filled with His Spirit. It's time to enjoy the satisfaction that only God can give. And through the cross of Jesus Christ, we have access to it. Thank you. 